Now it's time to play the envelope. All right, so you guys come to and find yourself in a room, and it's a pretty dirty room, wood floorboards. Plaster walls and the ceiling floorboards are warped from water damage. Ceiling and uh, walls, blooms of mildew all over the place. And you don't know how you got here. And in front of you, just what looks like a painting under a sheet. And to your right is a big door. And the door is nailed shut from the inside, mm -hmm. from your side. And there's hammers next to it and nails and behind you opposite the painting is a, is a high window in the wall and the moonlight is perfectly on the covered painting mm -hmm. what do you do i mean i think that we should figure out why we're nailed in this room to begin with just in case there's like anything outside that we were trying to escape and also who we are or wait do we know each other or did we just get kidnapped and be like hey you're full of tattoos that's a a thing while you guys are kind of checking your surroundings first uh you both find folded notes in your pocket or in your hand or wherever you'd keep something that you don't you'd want to like notice that you have immediately the note reads, and each of you have it, and you can tell it's your own handwriting, it's written messily, each of yours. It says, mm -hmm. the key to its entry is theft. It must be illegally stolen, not bought, forgotten, inherited, or found. Fraud is acceptable. On the night of its theft, hang it on the north wall of a moonlit room. And you notice, in the window behind you, the moon is slowly moving down onto the painting like a spotlight what do you do oh and do you guys know each other you decide how how do, maybe you do maybe you don't what do you think are you from the same world you don't know what world this is you don't know what place this is you're both kind of from fantasy worlds right dandy &D fantasy worlds yeah pretty much maybe you guys do you guys think that you you don't remember how you got here or what this painting is, but you think that you both were trying to find it for some reason. And yeah. based on the note, what do you think? Like, well, the note that you have, what do you think's going on? Why you, did you collaborate on this? Or did you run into each other? Was this both of you trying to steal this painting or whatever it is? Because so of this note you have? like, friends or enemies? Mm, yeah, I or, would say... I don't know, I think we should collaborate on this. So it's a collaborative... It was a heist, not just a theft. Yeah. Okay. okay. And we don't, like, have any memory or anything like that of before. No. Yeah, so I think I would just assume that we're collaborating. Okay, so here's what we should do. So you should take the painting. Well, I have... You don't even see the painting yet. It's still covered in a sheet. You don't know what it looks like. So okay, we we'll take, take the off sheet the off. <laughs> yeah, but while I'm, like, holding my, um crossbow fully like loaded at the nailed door just in case like gotcha yeah and so i investigate the painting yeah because also i'm tiny and you're big you're probably better at me like battle than i would be yeah. 
You go to investigate the painting. So you pull off the sheet, and it's as if the painting eats the moon. The moon just, it's dark, pitch dark. Everything's dark, except for the painting. It's like just this technicolor glow. Like each of the colors is, it still looks like a painting, but somehow it's illuminated, it's lit mm -hmm. from within. And your eyes almost kind of have to come into focus again, like adjust to the brightness of it. And when they do, you see two figures chained, wrapped in golden jeweled chains, hanging from the ceiling. And in the painting or in, in the, the painting. Oh, okay. And in the painting, those two people you recognize as somebody that you in real life your characters don't know them, but someone you in real life have met in a dream before. So I want you to tell me someone you've met in a dream that you've woken up and you've been sad they've been gone. And Does it have to be a person or can it be a creature? can be a creature or a person, somebody, and preferably someone you've met in multiple dreams who feels almost real. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Ruth? Who's Ruth? Person that was in my dream. A courtier. I saw her in my dream once. What was she like? Well, I mean, I don't clearly remember. She had short hair. I saw her when I was four. She was kind of like a, a background character, or like a person that I was like, like, it was weird. She took pictures, but then the pictures came to life, so it's like. That's really weird. cool. Yeah, and then, she told me not to talk about it with my friends. And then we sat down and I was like, hey. And then that's when I woke up. Oh, Julio. I think I might do the dream beast that I've had in a few of my dreams. Black dream beast? The one, I actually like made a sculpture of it for like a ceramics competition. But um, the one where, the, it, it kind of looked like a a cross between a zebra and a giraffe and it was huge it was ginormous like bigger than this house and it was just covered with black and white stripes and it didn't have a head instead of a head it had um like a red spiky ball and it was also like covered with crystals and it would just like kind of help me like go through my dream and everything it, it kind of served like as a protector and a guide so like anytime there was like any like dangerous creatures or anything around, it would just kind of like use its head as like a wrecking ball and like get them away from me. How like, big was he again? He was huge. He was like bigger than the house. Okay, so he's uh, you see him hanging, but he's a very much smaller person, like almost just like like a little alligator sized. Oh, okay. And he's hanging from the chains, and he's looking at you, almost like he just came into existence. So he's doing kind of cute animal noises. Huh. Or whatever. What would it sound like? What would the noises be if he's like kind of? He's not super scared. He's just like kind of sees he's you. Pretty silent. I mean, he's never like, really talked or anything. So he's just kind of quietly struggling. Ruth talked. She sounds like she's a little like kind of. She's level. Like she's cool. Like she doesn't talk too much. Like tell me what she's like kind of like to be around. Kind of like a shy person that talks to you at lunch. So she's hanging upside down. She's red faced. Like she's annoyed, but she's like kind of nervous. And she looks at you, and they both look at you, and they look at your characters. And even though your characters don't know you, it's almost as if these dream characters recognize that they are also 
uh, creations from your imagination who've come to rescue them. Mm-hmm. So, but they don't. Maybe they won't mention you guys. They won't. Maybe won't know you, but they'll recognize these people as friends. And yeah. those your characters might not recognize know why they know them, but each of them feels a powerful affection for these people because you're both part of your imagination. So. What is your response to seeing your two friend, like these two people? Wait, here? so they're in a picture. They're in this painting and they're hanging captured. upside down, and all of a sudden it seems like they come to life. And you hear Ruth being like, "Uh, mm, uh, can 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 you guys can can you help me down? Can you guys come in here? Can you help us out? Can we reach into the painting at all, or do you try? Just... Yeah, I'm gonna try. As soon as you touch the painting, she disappears from next to you, and you see her standing in the painting oh. like freeze frame but like you're just like next to it and like what would you look like like where is your character surprised you're cautious ready to fight like yeah I'm just kind of on edge <sighs> so she's standing there looking pretty dope like, so is my um crossbow already loaded do you load it yes okay you load your crossbow what do you know and then I jump into the painting well you kind of jump towards it because it's like just a painting and as your forehead hits it, you teleport inside. And you both find yourself in this room, this scarlet room. And there's a scarlet door. And your two friends are hanging there. You don't know our friends. And they're just like, hi, hi, I, um, I, I don't know how I got here. I was like, what was the last thing you saw Ruth doing in your dream? Uh, talking on a couch. I was just like... He's like on a couch, and I'm here. And is this real? I don't, I don't know what's going on. Can you, can you please? And she's like, her nose is kind of because she's hanging out. Can you please get me down from here? Can you help me out? Who who are? Did you do this? And she's like, kind of timid, but she's like trying to be polite. She's like very terse. She's just like trying to keep her cool, but she's like really not happy that she's hanging down. And the dream beast is being very calm and just looking at you, and you feel like kind of soothed by by it. And it looks at you, and it. You feel soothed too. It's watching out for both of you. You can tell. And, and then Ruth is just like, "Help me!" Behind you, there's a the painting, and it's like the moonlit room you just came from. The chains that they're hanging from go into the ceiling, almost like a device, like a pulling device. Is there like any knob or anything? All, this, all the only thing is the chains that go into the ceiling. It's like a manacle. They're manacles. Well, I mean, I'm pretty strong. So you're just like. Ugh. Open them up. Yep. Okay, dream beast. That's like a mini giraffe. So he's like a little cute glass, like thin giraffe. So he's delicate sounding, but he's strong. He well, I mean, he's covered in, like, he's, he looks like a giraffe. Like his basic, like, body is like a giraffe, but he's also, like, covered with, like, crystals and stuff, like sharp crystals. So, like, nobody can, like, like, try to attack him or anything. Okay, like cool. Okay, cool. So he's, like, kind of shaking his body out, walking around. So he seems kind of animalistic, but he's alert. It's not like a normal, like, giraffe or pack animal that would be, like, doing the alert thing where they're ready to run, this thing's ready to jump between you guys and whatever comes your way. Mm-hmm. And Ruth is just kind of straight in her clothes. What would she be wearing? Uh, she wears, like, kind of like a like a raincoat, except, like, plaid down to her knees. Cool. Kind of like Sherlock Holmesy, but... And underneath it, like, is it jeans and a shirt, or is it, like... Basically regular school outfit. Or mm-hmm. she got big practical boots on, she got sneakers. What she got? Combat boots, like, on her Okay, cool. So, she thanks you, and then she's just like, where where are we right now? How do we get here? Who are you guys? Why are you here? Like, I just saw you climb out of a painting. Like, what's going on? 
Oh yeah, we're, we're just like in the same boat. We were just in a, another room where the door was nailed shut and we don't know why. The door was nailed shut from like the outside, like the inside, like you were prisoners? And you the, just... the inside was nailed shut. She goes over the painting and she appears out, touches it. She's on the other side. She like squints and she looks around and she kind of examines the room. And kind of almost as sea wants her, but it's like every time you blink or look away, she's in a slightly different place. Mm-hmm. And the, the beast, the dream beast, kind of just nuzzles you guys, like just like comfortingly. Ruth comes back in and she's just like, Tell me everything. What do you know? What did you have? Do you have anything on you? Are there any clues? What do you think's going on? We just show her the notes. Okay, you show her the notes and she reads it. And she looks at you kind of suspiciously, but... She's like, so... You stole this painting. Do you remember stealing it? Do you remember who you stole it from? Or you guys don't? You have no no recollection of anything before... uh, What's the last thing both your characters remember? Like, kind of the end of whatever arc and whatever world you were in? Um... My character just started her adventure. Like, this is the first time I've actually used her. Oh, so she's new. So she... Yeah, I created her character sheet. But... I see, okay. So what is what was her life like before this? Raised in a humble community. Got a skill for um, music. And then her parent, her dad got drafted into the war. So okay. kind of like that. Was like, um, what was it? The movie where there's uh well basically she was like i'm going to protect my father and i'm going to come and then that's how i should learn archery okay and so the main main thing is archery with a crossbow okay Mm -hmm. great and then for my character um the last mission we were in Mm -hmm. ended way more dramatically than we expected we were like our goal was to get a friend out of this prison and we ended up burning down the whole place, pretty much. And do you both have, like, a weird feeling like maybe you died there? Or, like, no, that was another adventure and I just went on my own way and this is a new adventure. Like, you said you're trying to, your character would want to help your family. So maybe you're thinking great wealth and treasure with this theft, with this painting. And you have the weirdest feeling that you both stole it from someone who was very evil who didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And that it's been a very long time since anyone has found this painting. And it was very hard for you to find. You have the, like, you know, there was... Yeah. You both have... Do you both have any modicum of art knowledge, art history in your worlds, in your uh, different worlds? Because you're both from different worlds, you'll find out. Yeah. Well, I'm a bard, so I guess music. She's like, okay, okay, okay. So, for some reason, you both got these clues. You're from very different places. You don't know each other. Or do you know each other? I don't think so. You yeah. don't know each other, even though you obviously trust each other, even though you just met and you don't remember how you met, which is suspicious. I'm suspicious. And she's like very carefully holding her camera. Like, she's like kind of nervously holding it. And she's like not quite sure what to do. Well, when would she do it? Would she do it? What was her like kind of intent when she would take pictures to create copies? Was it out of curiosity? Was it out of like an art? Well, she was like a. Like, was she saving something? Why did she... Who did she photograph She was an why? artist. She just, like, took pictures of random stuff. Not even living things all the time. So she would just, like, like to have... And what would happen? The copies follow her around? One of they just kind of, like, come to life and be how they would be. Ruth was... Regaining her composure. And her calm. She... You'd think she would just 
take pictures of everything for no reason? Why not? Why not? You take a picture of your dream beast. And then the camera makes a weird noise, and she opens it, and she curses. She's like, I'm all out of film. I'm all out of film. And she's like, hold on, I gotta... And she is like, we gotta go find... I, like, she's, like, just anxious. Like, she's kind of muttering. She's like, I need to... How am I out of film? I, I didn't know I could even run out of film. And she's, like, searching her pockets. And she turns to you, and she's like, do you guys have any, do you have any film? Any, 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 anything will do. Any, like, 35 millimeter? Or... Wait, so your character's covered in tattoos. Is there any, that's just, or do you only have one tattoo? Well, I mean, I'm covered in tattoos, but, like, they're just, like, they, they don't have any power. I only get power from the tattoos that I gain through, like, battle and stuff. Do you have no battle tats? Well, I mean, I only use this character for one campaign, and it was, like, I, I, I got a flying pig from it, so... That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But, is the pig here? I could summon it. You don't need to. Alright. As you pulled them down, you guys noticed, which is, you guys are both pretty perceptive. You're always watching your surroundings, right? You noticed as you were untying the other, the two people, that um, the door would open a little bit as you jostled the chains. And you realized that you gotta pull in the chain somehow. You just, there's two chains hanging from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And you realize they have something to do with the door. What do you do? How do you open the door? What do you what do you try to do with the chains? The door that's nailed shut or the scarlet door? Scarlet door. Scarlet door. Um maybe I should pull on the chains and then you should just like keep an eye out on the door just in case there's like anything outside. Yeah. Wait, so did she actually take a picture of the crystal beast? Or was that, like, the last piece of her film, or...? It didn't work. Uh, she needs to get more film. Okay, dokes. Oh, yeah, so, so I, I, like, I get down in a crouch, with, and my um, crossbow is still loaded, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just, like, face towards the door. Okay, and what are you doing with the chains? I try to pull on them and figure out like what what's going on with that pulley system. Well, tell me what do you pull one of them? Do you t- pull the other? Do you pull both of them? I pull the side that the crystal beast was on. Okay, you can see the door opens like a little bit, and then it kind of like seems to stick on something. So you chain kind of hmm. gives a little bit, and then it's stuck. I try pulling on the other chain. Same thing. Hmm. Can I like see at the top or? Is it, like, too far up? What do you mean? Like, what's going on with the pulley system? You can't. It goes into a hole. Each goes into a hole in the wall. Oh, and they're, okay. like, pretty near each other. Hmm. I... The chains are both within range. Okay. How about you pull both of them at the same time to see what happens? Yeah, I pull them both at the same time. Door opens. Coolier. Ah. You see... In a vast, empty room, latticed with shadow, a gigantic woman. And she's 20 feet tall. And she has blue skin. Maybe more ashen. And she has huge horns. And every time she passes under the lattice of shadow, the little bars of shadow, you can see her skin glow a midnight blue. 
but it only glows when it's in the shadow. Otherwise, it's that kind of ashen blue, that kind of gray. Mm -hmm. And she's pacing. And she's impatient. And then she looks, and she sees you. And she claps her hands together. Raise my crossbow, and I'm like, what's your deal? She says, and she gets kind of cool, and she says, I would, I would lower that crossbow if I were you, darling. Okay, I lower it, and I ask, yeah, but what's your deal? When she looks at you, what are you doing? I just cautiously kind of go along with the situation and ask... Are you in the room? Are you next to... to, What's your character's name? Penny. uh, Are you next to Penny? Yeah, I'm next to Penny, and I'm like kind of like just near her in case like any shit goes down. They never know how they got here. They never know why they got here. But the fact of the matter, she says, the fact of the matter, darling, is I sent clues into many worlds, and I'm I'm looking for a thief, a good thief, with an eye for art, an appreciation for art. And it would appear that you're the first two candidates I've had in quite some time to answer my call successfully and not kill each other when you found yourself in the way of each other's fortune. Of which I'm impressed by. Obviously, is a good thing here. Those two are, uh, they're some, they're, they're quite dear to someone, quite dear to you, who you may or may not know or be aware of, but they're my um, first payment for a job. Now, she snaps, your friends disappear. She says, now, I uh, can unmake them just as easily. If you're not interested in employment under my... Are they real creatures or just, like, illusions of sorts? Oh, they're, they're quite real, though they are illusions. But she snaps again, and they appear. And they're both, like, kind of terrified. And we're just like, where, where did we go? It was, it was dark. It was so dark. Where did, where did we go? There was nothing. And she just kind of sinks to the floor and just kind of sits there and starts fiddling with her camera nervously, anxiously eyeing the the bigger woman. I I say to the lines like, okay, we'll do your job, but um, can we have a- Excellent! Wait, wait, I'm not finished, I'm not finished. But can we have a down payment of film? Oh, actually that would do quite nicely. Because there is a request. My, um, my responsibilities entail uh, a great deal of destruction, I'm afraid. I, I have a job I need to do, but to begin it, this place, and she gestures to a threshold, beautiful, beautiful gate, like a copper latticework intertwined with marble like ivy, and over it, great stone Medusa's head mm-hmm. and sapphire. And she says, this is the maze of the blue Medusa. And the maze is well, it's a place outside of space and time that's always been. A long time ago, a very old civilization claimed it as their own. and Then they fell, as kingdoms and empires do, after thousands of years and then it was 
taken by the Medusa, and and a lot's happened, but for the most part, nothing's happened. This place exists in a, a near stasis. Everyone here is ageless. Everyone here lives for everyone, and a lot of them are mad, mad, absolutely mad. I'm being immortal. Well, I mean, you try living in a museum for a thousand years, or ten thousand years, or ninety thousand years. You can, little person, human, mortal. I don't want to be insulting. But she's... The Medusa's an interesting character, and I'm quite saddened to find myself on the opposite, uh, the opposite side of the red line at the moment. But she, uh... She maintains a prison. Deities, demons, gods, monsters. And she is an artist, a lover of art. And this place is, you know, take a great deal of madness, take a great deal of time, take a great deal of art, and take a great deal of monsters and put them in one place. And, uh, that's what this is. Oh, in the midst of it all, a tomb, a garden, any multitude of things from different eras and ages and sorts of beings, people, civil it doesn't matter. There's a great deal of history here and of art. Magnificent, irreplaceable. Every being here living is a work of art, is a unique entity. And the idea of just erasing it from this world makes me wanna which just trails off. So, I've been looking for a couple of good art thieves. And I do frown on art thievery and plagiarists. I torture them for fun sometimes, uh, plagiarists. But I need you to... I'd like, from you, I'd like you to find me some music. Any kind of music, a song, an Wait, old song. I, I want you to hold your tongue, little human, until I'm done speaking. I'm sorry, I get carried away. You know how it is. I Being an, an authority figure, and it's just you have to juggle so much, and people just really try my patience. All right, I apologize. And you have to also, her voice is booming. She's a giant. Like, she's huge. So it's Very like you can feel. Yeah, and she'll, so when she gets mad, it's almost like the air quakes around her, but. There, there's a lot of power in this woman. You don't know what she is, but... You kind of just get, get a sense that you have to respect her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And from... So, which one of you knows more about music? You're the music master. I want you to find... I want you to find me a piece of music first. And I want you to give me a, an amusing assessment of the song... What's the detail of its flaws? Maybe it's historical notes. Just any notes you have on the song. Bring me the song and the story of the song. Now, I'd like a curio, and I'd like you to talk me through its provenance. Just any, I want an artifact. Oh, okay. Curio, just something interesting, something that's a, for, uh, a story from another age, uh, horological or otherwise mm -hmm. now it's dangerous in there it's not that they're bad it's just that they're mad and that can be quite dangerous 
So, you have your mission. Now, I'll need you to swear an oath, a blood oath, that you'll do what I ask of you. I never require you to agree to find something without your approval, per oath. So you agree to find the music for me, and you agree to find me a curio, and in return, she snaps her fingers, and your friends disappear again. I'll give you your friends, and then we'll work for there, and I'll give you something else. Well, we'll discuss what I'll give you after. You give me what I need first, and we'll give you your friends. Do we get any sort of protection or anything like that? Is there any boundaries? Hmm. Hmm. You both seem well armed enough, but do you need any supplies? Do you have a boon you request of me? What? Is this uh, little human? Oh, halfling. Is that what we call your. Is that the appropriate term? Halfling feels very insulting. Oh, no. I'm like half sorry. of a thing. That's so rude, right? Says the blue one. What what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what no, what do you what do you mean by that? I was just saying I sympathize with the plight of your people who have been dubbed with this very demeaning term. I get carried away. I'm very political for the daughter of a dragon. I apologize. Proceed. Oh, and my name is Lady Crusum Capilli. If anyone asks, you can just say you're working for the lady and they'll know who you speak of. Coolio. What were you going to ask, little halfling? Well, I and my friend Ruth, um, she would be proven to of some use. She she has this camera. It's uh, quite useful. She can clone things. So I, it might be of some use. That's quite dangerous. You understand that, right? There are some things that just one version of it is enough to threaten the existence of reality. But two versions of it? Well, but if you swear not to let her photograph any of the gods or demons, then I will allow her to accompany you, but I need collateral. What's precious to you? What's most precious to you? And she touches your forehead, and she looks into your character's memories. And it's like you're in a dream. And it looks in the dream, it's like you're trying to remember your happiest memory. What's your character's happiest memory? Uh. Think on that for a moment. Sixth birthday. Sixth birthday. What was it about your sixth birthday? It was so good. Got this human cake. It's like giant cake. Well, acorns, cause like decorations, like nice forest kind of thing. Cause half our my town. All of a sudden, that image disappears in front of you. You can't even remember what it was, and you see in her hand, she's holding like a tiny precious jewel, just a little window into that memory teeniest little triangle and she puts it in her pocket she says I'll give this back to you when you return and you haven't broken your word and she has not taken any pictures of gods or demons 
etc. Yeah, yeah, immortal things. And you, and she looks at Ruth, and she says, you understand, right? If I find you've done what I've told you not to. And then Ruth says, no, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. Won't do Whoop. No, guys. Just like, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Just like, yeah, I'll be really careful. And also, we need some film. Ah, the camera is loaded. And then, like, Ruth looks at the camera. Oh, it is loaded. Julio. Off you go, little halfling and little human. Don't Wait, don't dis- I get anything, like, special out of this? Mm, what would you desire? Your dream beast, I assume. Oh, not your dream beast. But you don't know what that means. You don't understand, so I won't blow your little fictional mind. Could I get a powerful tattoo or something just to kind of like help help me on my journey? She touches her arm and a dope tattoo of Lady Crusum Capilli appears wrapped around your arm and she says one death one death you point your finger and you command it and this image of me will smother the light from their very soul no matter how great or small they will be slain this is the only time I will give you such a boon but and she reaches into you and instead of a memory, she pulls your heart out. And you're still working fine. It's almost as if it's not out of your chest. It's just, it's a window into your chest. Mm-hmm. And it's in her hand. And she says, the moment you kill someone, you belong to me forever until you've repaid the debt of a death that I provided for you so I would think very carefully before using this power because you will come and be my servant for an era do you agree do you require this power yes but it's not until after I summon... What, what's your name? Your dream beast? No, the tattoo. I don't like... Lady. Right, you'll that. get it back. You'll get your heart back when you come back and give her the tattoo back. But if I use the tattoo... Then she has your heart. She didn't give either of you anything. She gave you a loan. So, like, if you use it, then... But if I give her back the tattoo... Then you get your heart back. But if you use the tattoo, then she's a servant, and unless you... I'm afraid I'm a businesswoman, darling. I wouldn't be much of a businesswoman if I was just giving away free god kills. I feel like I can get enough tattoos and everything in order... Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna give the tattoo back. Are you sure? You can just keep it. I haven't taken your heart yet. This is an illusion. 
of sorts. Well, I say it could be kind of like one of those dramatic things, like where you're like, we're all about to die, and, you, and you're like a savior, and you're like, oh, I'm going to use my tattoo. Ruth pokes you. And then she sneezes. Oh, excuse me. And you hear like a slight click. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. She says, and she gives you a meaningful look. She's like, trust me. It's okay, I take the tattoo. Excellent. And she has the heart. It disappears. I have your heart. You'll be fine. I've given you a perfectly good clockwork heart for the moment. And you can hear tick, 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 tick. And she's like, you know, turn it off if I must, but I'd much prefer not to. It's very, they're very expensive clockwork hearts. And now off you go, children. Off you go. And as you go into, thank you. And as you go into the next room, which is to the north, Ruth pulls a photo from her camera and she's like, I got you, girl. And she shakes it. It's a picture of the heart and the Medusa's hand. Oh! oh and she gives it to you. And she says, you're fine. You can use it. She's got a heart. But it won't count. You can just use this one instead. Is it like and she, the same? Is and it she identical? twists her hand the dream beast comes up and breathes on it. And it turns into like petals. And they fold up as they go towards you and they turn into a locket. A silver chain hangs around your neck. And there's a heart-shaped locket. And it's warm against your chest. And it's your heart. But it's like the real deal though. It's, it's not the, an You feel it's real. Okay. It's from Ruth's it's photography. it's not gonna go away or anything. Not unless, as long as you keep that hand down. Okay. If someone destroys it, it'll break the heart. But for now, you know that the moment that you go back and the lady claims your heart, this will just go in instead, and you won't be a servant. Okay, so I But I'm use... assuming the lady would not appreciate that at all. Or you don't know, but... But we can. But it's technically, you gave her the heart. You just are no longer attached to it. So, I mean, it's just an emergency. I mean, like, try not to kill anyone. Maybe. But, you know, it's a really good thing to have. This place sounds really scary, right? Like, I'll, like, have to kill somebody eventually. Okay. But it's only so, if I kill somebody using the tattoo that she gave me. Like, I could kill somebody by myself. And I, I won't, like, be her servant or anything, right? No. Okay. So you have a choice. You... Since I finished that, can I get um, the golden chain as a tattoo as well? The golden chain? How so? Like, just in case, like, I need a golden chain later on. Like, the one... Oh, your inventory for. is tattoo... Like, appears as magic tattoos on you? Yeah. Absolutely. You take a golden chain? Yeah. Okay, so you go back and you get it? Hold on. So, you guys have a choice. So, you're facing north. You came from the south. 
Or wait, no, because you only get tattoos from battles, so that wasn't a battle. Well, it's okay. I think anything well, that's like a successful, yeah, an accomplishment, that was a good accomplishment. You guys teamworked, and because things worked out, you were able to keep the heart. So, um, you're, this huge room that she's in, there's three entrances to the maze. There's one to your right, one directly ahead of you, and one to your left. And let's see, the one to your left, it's the bottom of, you can see, uh, let's see, pale silver light coming from that one. Uh, the one to your right, strangely shaped shadows and shapes, like square, like stairways, but at every different angle bright white light so where do you go I think the silver one you cool with that yeah the pale and I uh, would recommend drawing a map because I will not be giving you a map so if one of you want to draw you should probably start mapping I could tattoo myself no I mean in real life you should start mapping like get a piece of paper and start mapping oh okay I already have a big map going on so can you make this all yeah I got you a cartographer for every world. This is fun. Yeah. Ruth's cool. She like took a picture and she's like. Ruth is cool. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wait. So right it's up now. Up to you. Draw your map however you want. Yeah, lady, right? You're in the room with the lady, and you have the three entrances. One to your north, one to your okay, right, so which is the east, and you're world. going to west, your left. So I'm supposed to find a song, like an ancient song. Find a song? Yeah, you're going to a very old place, a very strange old place. So you're trying to find a song, and Ana, you're trying to find a curio. Mm-hmm. And then this one was silver light, right? Yeah, but you're about to walk into it, so you can wait to write the description if you want. So you walk into... It's a great circular chamber, floored with pale silver stones that jut out from the ground in irregular blocks. And the light, it's almost like going in an even pulse. And the shadows are moving like a sundial. And the shadows are very, very black on the silver stones below them. What order do you enter this room? Um, um, you're the top melee person, right? Yeah, so I could go in first if you want. And then I'll the be the archer. archer. I'll be behind you. Or archer. I'll be behind you because I'm an archer, so I could cover you. And Where's actually, Ruth and the dream maybe beast? Maybe we should have the, the dream beast go ahead because he's like the protector of sorts. Okay. So, so the dream beast is walking. Are you walking close behind him? Yeah. I'm behind the dream beast. Okay. So... As you slowly, tentatively walk in, into the room, with the dream beast in front of you, My a long shadow... My still loaded, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's going to be loaded until you tell me it's not loaded, or until you use it. Okay. You walk in, and the dream beast casts a large shadow. Slender, but large. And, but it's not large enough to cover you entirely and his shadow 
moving with the light passes in front of you, and as it passes onto you, that part of the floor disappears, and your leg falls in. It's like a pit, oh, but it's moving fast enough that you're just stuck there, and it passes until a shadow passes into the other one, and then you fall in there, so both your legs are stuck in the marble up to here. And how close are you behind her? Uh, not too, like five feet. And so you realize that the shadows in this room create pits. And so you're going to have to wait a whole minute for those shadows to reappear. And the Dream Beast figures this out instantly and has hopped out of the way onto a higher platform where it won't get any of you in a shadow. Now, does your character realize what's happening? Both of you? Like, you real, you realized, oh, it turned yeah. into pits and you're stuck there knee high. Would I have? And, uh, like, you, you're paying it. You, like, you would get it. Yeah. You'd be like, oh... Ruth has been hanging back, and she's just kind of, like, looking through her camera. She's like, I'm not taking pictures, I'm just looking. And she's snapping pictures of, like, random stuff, like, but not people, because she's also a photographer. Um, so what are you doing? There's long pregnant silence, but nobody comes. Mm-hmm. So you're just stuck in there. So you wait a minute, and you just pull your legs out. Now, you guys are pretty careful to avoid it after that. It's pretty easy for you to avoid. But you got you get the feeling you got kind of lucky. Like if you're if the dream beast hadn't been so skinny, you would have fallen in completely. Yeah. That's the good thing is you'd explain that it's very spindly. So I was like, "Oh, you wouldn't be able to fall." But if it had been a person at the very front, oh, God. and he had been behind you, the halfling, he could have fallen into the darkness. Yay, dream beast. Yay. <laughs> there is ha- or wait. When we get out of this room, we'll high-five him. So there, you see that there is a uh, an entrance to the west, which is kind of ahead of you. You're kind of facing west right now, or to the north, which is to your right. And there's very strange smells coming from the north, mm-hmm. but it's kind of cloudy. You can't really see too deeply into it. And there's the pale light that's pretty ever-present throughout most of this maze so from the ceiling tiles, but nothing too drastic. And from the other side... There is a door that's set into the wall, and it's kind of subtle, and it's a little higher and harder to get to, mm-hmm. and it's going to require some acrobatics to dodge the shadows, but it's, it's much harder to get to, so it'll require someone with some acrobatic skill to be able to jump the shadows, but beyond it, you can smell like a greenhouse. You can smell like life and fresh oxygen and rich plant life, but also a lot of rotting plant life, too like a mysterious old garden. Mm-hmm. So there's either the kind of mysterious, almost chemical gassy smells to the much easier entrance to the north, or the mysterious swampy jungle smells that would require some dangerous acrobatics. I say we go to the north. I feel like, I don't know, that one just seems like too normal. I feel like we might accomplish more if we go to the one that might, might be harder to get to. Oh, well, also, I was I'm like, tiny. Since like we we like we're pretty much like done with like that room, right? Hi. Mm-hmm. Hey. So could I get like a tattoo of a shadow or something? Nothing happened. I'm not gonna give you a tattoo unless there's like a real like there's oh, okay. an encounter or whatever. And no, you I also didn't you. do well. You fell through the floor. Sure. Could have worse. Oops, oops, oops. Okay. But now you're like, oh, I gotta be a little more careful in this place. Gotcha. So, so which door? Which which are you thinking? 
the uh, one, the weird, the weird chemical one to the north that's easy to get to, or the really difficult steamy garden one to well, the left? chemically smell, that can't be good. True. What are you worried about? Like, falling? Because it's a shadow. It's dangerous. But... And also, that would kind of be an instant death, and I wouldn't stand much of a chance. But you're tiny, though. That's why I was afraid of the shadows, because they're falling. Um, what if you rode on the dream be- uh, beast's back? That could work. Because I don't know, I'm just, I feel weird about the, the room towards the north. Okay, so I get onto the dream beast's back. Is the dream beast okay with this? Well, he's a protector, so he's... Uh, do you ever ride him in your dreams? Yeah, yeah, I actually ride on him during my dreams. So he kneels very helpfully for you to get on his back. Can Ruth get on too, or would that be too One much? person at a time. Yeah. Um, Ruth, like, so you're going to jump over? You're going to try to do it? What about the golden chain? How strong is the golden chain? It's pretty strong. Not that strong, because it's gold, but... Could it, like, could it's I use it to, like, swing over? Do you want to try? Or do you want to try jumping? How far is the jump? It's like a bunch of little jumps, like skipping across a creek. It's like a lattice work of light and dark, and it's moving. Just imagine a really jagged... The golden rope is like a backup of sorts. Smart. Tied around your waist? Yeah. What do you secure it to? Do you... Ask them to hold it, or what? I give the Dream Beast and Penny the golden rope. They go ahead first, and then they fasten it to the other end. And then I... Ruth is like, I, uh, I'm good. Ruth's like, I'm good. No. I mean, if you secure it, I'll go, and I'm not going. Why am I going? Well, there's two golden chains, right? Or is there just one? You only took one. I only took one. Shoot. Could I pass it back over, or I can use the... It's long enough to cross the chasm if you have it secured on this side or held by two people and secured on the other side. And you do think you could secure it to the door that's on the other side pretty securely, but you'd need two people to stay behind to hold it for one person across that way. Fine, yeah, you could secure it to a column. Are you guys good at tying chains? I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah. Who's better? Yeah, let's secure it to a column and go over. So you need someone to cross first with the chain. I could get on the Dream Beast back with holding the chain. Okay. So, the Dream Beast is like, and it starts to jump and run. And, like, it's kind of, like, it's smart. It, like, eyes the, uh, like, the, the way that the shadows are moving. And then it, it leaps and as it's almost about to land, the shadows jerk and seem to purposely try to trip it. And so it's like, whoo, and it barely saves itself and scares a little bit and it's halfway across and it falls and you fall off its back and the shadows are coming. And now you're going to have to try to jump. And the shadows are almost like each of the columns you realize is controlling its own shadow now. 
And so you've got to pass. Wait, so these shadows are evil? Oh, well, they don't seem good. You're not even sure they're sentient. It almost seems like a security device. You have to defeat three levels of these shadows, basically by outdoing their maneuvering. So first we'll roll against each other with just one. So this is the first test. So you're just dodging the first shadow. Like a six. Oh, critical fail. So you fall. You're swinging by the chain. Oh yeah, the chain. I was holding it. But you're like in a bottomless darkness. And you can see holes, like opening. So who's holding the chain on the other end? The column. It's just you it's and Ruth. To the column. Yeah. So what are you doing? Are you desperately pulling I use above? my brute strength to pull him back out. Okay, you pull him, it's easy, because he's small, and then you get him out and you pull him away. Yeah, I'm super So strong. now the dream beast has to try to, the dream beast is a little further, and the dream beast isn't quite, oh no, the dream beast is pretty acrobatic. This would be a 20, so you're gonna roll for the dream beast. And do you want the dream beast to come back or go forward? Go forward. Okay. Honestly, the dream beast is just going forward automatically because it's like panicking and it's trying to get away now. And that's the nearest part. So I need you to roll for the dream beast. I'm gonna roll for this. Why is it? Why is it always so low? <laughs> so it stumbles and it trips and it doesn't get past this. And now it's a d12. And you try again. And you could go back and just defeat one, or you can keep going forward and you have to defeat two and three. Well, like at which point is a dream beast at? Is it well, like more really closer to us or closer to the to the door? Right now, it's like halfway. Okay. But it's like, it would have to be like a one and a two one way, and it has to be a two and a three the other way. Escape, other door, here. And it like hurt its ankle a little bit, that's why its power's reduced. And it's not connected to the chain or anything, nope. right? Not anymore. And can she like tell you it to come could. back? You could. Can I get take the, the chain take... and you could try to save the dream beast and go help it? Could I and get... tie it to it? But you wouldn't have the chain. Like if you bring the chain over to it and have these two hold it, you could save the dream beast if you don't think it can get itself out of here. But that would also put yourself in danger. You're putting yourself in danger, but you are more acrobatic than the Dream Beast right now, because the Dream Beast hurt its ankle. And what? then, with you guys combined, you can both be you can both can try to go forward and bring the chain across, and you combine your efforts how by helping each other. How big are my shadows, other. though? Um, like, how would that affect me? You guys, could, no, because you keep track of it. Okay. The light is, is the same around the room, it's just the light specifically on these columns is controlling itself. Like the columns are moving their shadows in this area, but the rest of the room is just even every 60 seconds. All right. Now guys, I do have to say, you're not gonna like all go through it at the same time, right? Because I, do, I did go to Trader Joe's, <gasps> so Ooh. we have no lack of snacks. <gasps> yeah. This I thought was interesting. Yes, 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 please. Yes! And, I got and, I got, and then we also have like all the stuff that I got from my students. I mean, they're- Yes, we're your students, students hey. in life. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yay, thank you. <laughs> I got like chocolate coffee and beer for my students. That's an interesting I want all those things. Yeah. I want chocolate and coffee and beer. Beer is like in the fridge at KGI. I should just like bring it home. You should like, so tomorrow. we can drink it because we don't have any beer. We don't have any wine either. I want some. You don't want it. No. Okay. Not okay. till you, you get 18. the chocolate. Yeah. It's oh. pretty pretty good. Oh, we forgot to get Christmas donuts. Eh. Say love you. Um, so, so, what are you gonna do? You're gonna let the dream beast try to do it on your own? You're gonna take the chain across? I take the chain across and try to help the beast. And okay. we like hold the chain, so. So, it's almost as if these shadows let you pass just so you can be out in the middle. So, you're out there. Where's your d20 that represents you? Choose your favorite lucky d20 that like feels the most like who you would be as a character. Maybe you had a bad vibe with that other one. I feel like Ethel would choose this one. Okay. So, which way are you guys going to go? Are you going to try to go forward or are you just going to try to bring him back? Back will be very safe. And also, are you keeping the chain to yourself? You could actually probably hold the Dream Beast under your arms. So the chain can kind of secure your belt. So it's actually safe yeah, for you to try I'm, to go forward. And I'm also, like, super strong. So you're going to be carrying the Dream Beast. So this is going to be... Are you going to carry the Dream Beast or just try to grab it? Because you could also kind of lean on each other and work together to try to cross these. Do you want to do that How instead? How fast would that be? Would it be faster if I carry him or if we did it together? Because he's injured. Doing it together. I'm going to roll. Eight, nine, so 18. Five. So you both easily get past this one. Hey. That's close one. And they almost seem angry, like the, sh- the the shadows are almost reaching after you as you cross. But you get past them. And now the final cluster, the ones just around the platform surrounding the door. <clears throat> you get past the dream beast stumbles and almost falls into a pit you need to roll one more time to see if you can save it and you need to jump back and help it it was unable to get past so but weren't we like wasn't I holding it? you were helping it that's why I didn't fall and die oh okay but it's a little further, so now you only gotta beat two. So, so you got that one? with your 20 sided. Oh, nice. So you both get past. <sighs> okay. So you're at the other side and you have the chain, and you can secure it to the door, and they can climb, or you can hold it. And they climb. You're strong. So, and Ruth, so do you cross first or does Ruth? I'll cross first. So you cross pretty easily. Ruth's like, I don't know, guys. And she's like testing it. She's like, are you sure you got this? Like, is this good? I don't know. She's like, I understand. She's like, I really don't want to do this, but... I could tie it to the door and then, like, hold it up so that, like, the door and Ethel is, like, securing it. All right. Okay, so she climbs across. She almost slips once. She doesn't. So you guys get across. Yeah. That was suspenseful. So this place you go into, it's pitch black when you open the door. And you see lamps that are mostly dead and cracked and broken. 
but the few that are lit, scattered throughout this expanse, seem to issue moonlight from their old bulbs. And you can tell in their very dim light, you can see like just the outlines and vague, it's just like, you can tell this was once a lush garden, but everything is black. Not all of it's dead, but a lot of it is dead, and the air is dry. And do any of you step into here yet? Uh, no. Um, uh, no. Or you could go in and uh, just be like, eh. And you realize that even though they're papery and black, they're not dead. It's just different. These are things that drink moonlight. But everything that's not around one of the living lamps is dead. So what do you do? Do you guys go into the dark? Um, do we have anything that like can light up or anything like that? Or what about... What about uh, Penny's camera, like, can she use you the flash? Ruth? Uh, Ruth, yeah. Uh, the, can she use the flash? I'm not sure. Does the dream beast takes a step in front of you and it raises its head and its crystals glow and issue a pale blue light and you see this immense garden full of overgrown statues very dimly and you can see it and Wait, let's statues, see. statues, like any that you could carry? No, like big garden statues. And let's well, see. Yeah, you, oh, you can't carry the big garden statues. And nothing seems to be moving. Nothing statues seems like to be alive. Like yeah, like just creepy are... angel statues. People. You know, like just the kind of statues you'd see in a garden. Okay, but not anything that like Medusa would have made or anything like that, right? You don't know. Huh. They're made of black soapstone and they're covered in vines oh and you realize they're too rudimentary to be petrified creatures and rudimentary what does that mean simple oh okay they're like rough shaping almost they don't look like they were alive ever it's a hundred no encounter that's unlucky lucky again yeah all right wash up guys to be continued that's